the countdown it's cool it's all good welcome to rap fest radio you know how we do that's how we do it happens every time always got to be if something doesn't happen then we're in the wrong place welcome to rap fest radio rapfestradio.com we're here on a monday night 
interviewing Devorah. Uh, she was participating in Rap Fest 2010, which was in August. Did a great job. DJ Newman in the building wearing a, what's this? Mitchell and Ness. Mitchell and Ness hat today. No Mets. Nah, I'm trying to be download that, you know. Oh, you had to download, yeah, they lost today. So it's the end of the season. Yesterday they rocked, though. We should have done a show yesterday. You would have been all Mets out. Yankees, a, little, a little more than today. Yankees lost today, but I still rock it. I'm like, whatever. Mm. So we're excited. We had a... We had a nice, good, long weekend, and yes, we are going to speak in a second, but we're going to speak a little bit about RevGen. For people that don't know, this weekend was uh, Revelation Generation out in New Jersey. It was pretty off the hook. Yes, for it those, was. Yes, if it you've was. never been to RevGen, you don't know what you're missing. I mean, I love Rap Fest. It's, it's my baby. I mean, we have a big stage, a lot of people and stuff, <laughs> but RevGen, you're talking 10, 15,000 people out there, five stages. One stage is about a city block long. They're so huge. Right no exaggeration. New York stage, Philadelphia stage, Nashville stage, urban stage, and the come and live stage. You probably could fit three rap fest stages like on the one New York stage. You know, exactly. Like the whole frame and everything included. Exactly. I mean, it, it was it's crazy. I mean, the whole setup, it's a big farm, and they treat us well. They treat oh, us man. well. Yeah, let me tell you. Royal treatment. That? Go ahead. Can talk I about talk it. about that? Talk about it, Manny. This was off the hook, and I don't want to make anybody jealous. I'm not trying to play it like Brad Pest staff got it all that. But, yeah, we had it hooked up. So, first of all, we get up there. I drive up to the gate. I give Bert's name. Yeah, I'm on the list, blah, 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 blah. First day, like, they couldn't find the name, but then, you know, Bert happened to call me, whatever. They got us through. All of a sudden, once we got past that first checkpoint, it was like, how you doing? What do you need? Yeah, just follow us. You know, a little golf cart leads you all the way to straight behind stage, and you get your passes, VIP, all access, and everything. You get the big pass on your car. And the first funniest thing to me was driving. You actually drive through, like, through the grounds and everything. Through the so, festival. And you got this big backstage parking pass on it. So everybody's looking in the car like, yo, who's that? Who's that? VIP and in, status. And I'm in the car joking. I'm like, so yeah, you know, DJ Newman, your rap fest, that's how we do. You <laughs> lean know? Them back, lean and back. like, yeah, I'm like, no. <laughs> they don't know who the heck we are, whatever. We parked the car, the guy's in a little golf cart. Oh, do you want us to wait? We'll drive you back, back. Oh, I was like, oh, wow. It's like that? All right, you know, but we walked over anyway. I said, nah, we're all right, we'll walk. So we walked over to the stage and halfway through the day, now, we know we have all access, but we're kind of being shy about it and stuff. But halfway through the day, Bert's like, yo, you want to go? They're going to go take us to the green room, whatever. I'm like, let's go. Boom. So we roll. Man, we get to the green room. The green room is not a room. It's like a house. It's a mansion. It's like a mansion. I mean, they have <laughs> like crazy. a big game room upstairs with like air hockey and billiards and all kind of stuff and food, a big spread of food in one room and another room, another with desserts. And, oh, yeah, you can have a seat out by the pool or have a seat out over here and they got coolers full of drinks everywhere. And so it's everywhere. Like, it was it was it was off the hook, man. They do, they definitely do a good job. Much shout out to Tim and all the people over at RevGen. Great job, Runaway again. Great job. I was hosting the Urban Stage Saturday. Brother E was hosting it on on Sunday. We had great artists: Trip Lee, Show Baraka, Tadashi, Grits, and Sunday was Canton Jones. I, I mean, it was a great lineup. Great lineup. I. I Highly suggest if you're looking for some, you know, a festival where you get to see all the artists at one time. RevGen is one that you definitely want to do all different genres. A lot of rock. Be careful. There's heavy rock. You need a neck brace at times because it's like, oh, oh my gosh, it's crazy. We're not gonna uh, talk about that. Yeah. I don't no, want to diss any genres. <laughs> no, but yo, I don't want nobody dissing our genres, so I'm gonna leave that genre. No, alone, but, but one thing I do say is, 
they have fans that support. They sure yeah. do. Because those fans did not leave those tents or stages all day. The urban stage, it was cool. We had a great time. And even though we had Tripoli, Tadashi, and Shoba Rock and them, we still had to like pull people in. Mm -hmm. But the the rock stages, you couldn't fit people in the tents anymore. You know what it is, though? It's like I told you, man. Culturally, man, you know, the hip-hop genre, we just... Well, you said it to me. We, we want to be cool. Yeah, we too cool for so that. So we can't be cool, cool looking like, you know, we having fun and sweating people sometimes. You know, they would like go... Ah, yeah. They were like chest bumping and running around in circles and jumping and kicking up. Yeah, stars. even we you know <laughs> the most you get at, at the at the urban stage or the hip hop shows is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we had a you know at, people they don't get that pumped up man like they were out there they was ripping they they were ripping their shirts off chest bumping they was jumping they were diving off the stage there we were giving they out were straight out buck wild we were giving out, out tickets for the Sunday event. And I was like, all right, whoever gets the wildest right now is going to get this ticket for Sunday. They were like, in the urban tent, like, yeah. Like, what? Exactly. They, get it. they should revoke your pass for today. You should go home. But it was great, man. And Devorah was there hanging yeah. out on Saturday. How did you like it? I loved it. It was like. Was that the first time you've been to yes. a Rev Gen? Yes. It's not, not going to be the last either. Yeah. My first time was last year when He Sun Lee was performing. Um, it was really good. Last year was really good. Okay, enough about that. Who cares about Rev Gen? It's over. It's done. It was great. Go there next year. It's going to be yes. good. Tell them you want Bert to host on the bigger stages. No, it's cool. Uh, I'll do DJ it. DJ Newman up there too. DJ next Newman next year. Look for him behind me on stage. Maybe we'll go as a package deal. There you go. There you go. Package deal. We got I Saturday go, and Sunday. but I have to have my own DJ. I like that. Right. And you could probably do both days and have Brother E Put do one brother day. He could say the same thing. We got it. Ratfest Radio is taking over Rev Gen. <laughs> Let the rumors begin now. Now, we love those guys, man. Good job. Grateful Apparel was in the house. They gave us a lot of stuff to give away. Grateful Apparel representing on a mic. You can't see it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's their logo. The South. According to Mr. Z at thesouth.com, I stepped my game up. You seen that video? Yeah. From Z? He says, yo, man, Kristen, you guys got to step up your game. And he's talking about all, you know, the way everything is, like, going down and, and people aren't doing things legitimately and... Uh, you can turn that fan on. That'd be dope. Uh, I'm just getting hot. I saw it. I got hot. Uh, people aren't doing the right thing in Christian hip hop. Blah, blah, blah. The whole thing. He said, there's only one way for you to step up your game. And he pulls up the t-shirt. TheSouth.com. You got to represent. So here we go. <laughs> I stepped up my game. Still on HolyCulture.net for the podcast and stuff. But, you know, we all one big family. So it's all good. Enough of that. Devorah's in the building, y'all. I wish I had to clap track the audience in the house. But, uh... Welcome to Rapfest Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll tell you straight up from here because this is how we do. It's a raw show. You're gonna have to like yell into this mic every single time you talk. Thank you. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, you ain't gonna not sing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, you can you can <laughs> sing if you want. If you want. If your husband allows you, can she sing? <laughs> He said no. <laughs> no, that's cool. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Give us a little bit of background about yourself, and then we'll we'll continue. Well, my name is Deborah. Um, my, my real name is Debbie Turner, and I've been doing uh, spoken word and hip-hop for over 15 years now. Um, I started off in secular, um, kind of like in the clubs and stuff like that. Um, I got saved about 12 years ago. Okay, time out, time out, time out. I'm going to need you to really scream oh. because... Sorry. You don't have to get closer. Can oh, you okay. speak louder? You, come on, you're a rapper. I see I you up know, on stage. Know, you're like, know, oh, all my people, mi gente. Look. And now she's like, my name's Devorah. This is the thing. Same thing I was saying about Hison last time, right? When they're on the stage, they're mad amp, they're hype. And then you see them on the side, they're like, hi, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, I've been doing this for about 15, yeah, 12 years, 10 years, 
You gotta Come get on. your you gotta get your inner thug. Some girl on. power here. Where's the, yeah. where's the hostess with the mostest? Where's wifey? She's in the chat room. Need, okay. <laughs> if you have any questions for Devora, hit up the chat room. Alice is there. No, she got she's supporting you for the back. She'll support you All from right, back there. That's cool. Now but go ahead, continue with your your intros. <laughs> All right, is this good? Am I speaking loud enough? That's good. I think so. All right. So uh, I've been doing uh, the hip hop um, and spoken word for about 15 years. I got saved 12 years ago, and um, from there I just totally like flipped it for the Lord. Like you know, I just gave Him my all. I, I all my music has been for God and encouragement. Um, I laid it down about seven years ago. I used to go by the name of Apostolite. If anyone remembers. <laughs> Wow, that you used to rock me. like a collar and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the big demon killer Bible and a collar. Um, MC Apostolite. For thou sayeth I. <laughs> Drop that track, my DJ is. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons why I changed the name. No, I'm just um, yeah, so that was seven years ago. Like, I had enough jokes. No more of that name. I need a new name. I actually like that name because what it meant, Apostle, one who sent, and then ITE, which is, you know, this, to me, a descendant of Jesus. But um, <laughs> it was Christianese. Yes, it was. That's cool. That's cool. So uh, recently, um, I, you know, the name was changed to Devorah, which is a Jewish name, um, but it's a biblical name, which is um, the book of Judges. If you study that, definitely study it, if, especially if you're a female out there. Such an encouraging scripture as women. To rise up to the call that God has for us. So. Amen, amen. So that's that's cool. I mean, you've been you've been basically doing this for a long time, and like I tell everybody out there, people say, "Yo, you got to hook up with Bert." Bert knows everybody. I don't know everybody. I just <laughs> met her this year. You know, it's been it's been a long time, and you know, you've been out there doing things, and you know a lot of different people in the industry. And I just met her, so no, Bert does not know everybody. You can cancel that myth from now if you still have it in your mind. Uh, you know, so what it what you do spoken word as well? Yes. What what did you start out as doing? Spoken word or rap? Uh, poetry, just writing. Just, just writing yeah. poetry. poetry behind the scenes. Writing my thoughts, my angers. You know, just like you know, writing writing as you know, I was I think about fifteen years old. Oh, I gave away my age didn't I? <laughs> pop up the number on the pop up the numbers on the screen date of birth coming soon no but that's so at 15 you were writing your own rhymes you were you were born and raised in the church no actually um i was born in new hampshire two years later i moved to florida and um around 15 or so i was writing some you know lyrics um just writing you know frustrations kind of growing up um in a not so healthy, you know, environment in my home, um, so it just kind of was a, a a place to release, like an outlet. Yeah, definitely an outlet, and um, it just it, it 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 did the job for the moment. Um, obviously, I was not writing anything, you know, that was helping. Right, me, right. But it was at least coming out of me. You keep <laughs> so remembering stuff like that's right. I forgot. Like, I'm mad about that me. too. I'm yeah, I mean, words in it but it was out you know and I felt like you know that that was kind of like my way of releasing um but then uh, I turned it into tracks you know put some tracks behind it and came like hip-hop songs kind of like just not good anything nothing positive it was just right. like hate music like it was just like you know the world against me me against the world kind of like you know feeling like the only person going through whatever I was going through at the time and what was the turning point for you then uh wow so many little points but the main point I believe was when I was about 19 
going on to 20 years old. My birthday, I uh, was in South Beach, Florida. Um, we just came from kind of like this, this, this. I, I won't mention the artist's names, but this after party. It was like, you know, a mansion. It was like, you know, you can, anything you wanted at your disposal, you know, you name it. Drugs, food, drinks, whatever. And I felt like this extreme emptiness. Mm. And I knew right there that God was calling me out of that. And I didn't know who God was, I knew who Jesus was, but I just knew something stronger than me, something bigger than me was telling me to get out. So mm -hmm. I got out, you know, I mean, sorry to say, but I was high and drunk, you know, driving from South Beach to West Palm, and I was sitting on top of my car, and I said, you know, if there is something out there for me, if there's something better for me, then I need to know, you know, if, if there's a God, you need to show me. And from there, I mean, it was like, circumstances after circumstances going downward. I mean, mm -hmm. it wasn't going upward, it was going down. Right. And um, I believe now that that needed to happen. Like I needed to know that I was not gonna go anywhere without you know, God. And right. so from there I had um, my, my dear cousin call me up um, one week and just tell me, just she just spit the gospel to me, mm. you know, and it just completed everything I was looking for. It just put the piece of the puzzle you know, that missing link, it was there. And from then on, I just totally like, gave my heart and my life to God. That's awesome. You know, I, I'm listening to this and yes, it's awesome that you eventually, you know, you gave your life to God. It took a little while after some more struggle and stuff. But the most interesting part of that whole testimony slash story, whatever you want to call it, is the fact that in the midst of your sin moment, when you were in the club scene, you know, drunk high or whatever. In South Beach, no less. In South Beach, no less. That's when God spoke to you. Wow. Or that's when that's when you acknowledged his voice. Because I'm sure, you know, You're we right. say it all the time. God's always trying to speak to us. We're just like this. Nah, nah, nah. You ain't, you know. And, you know, to encourage those people that are watching or listening now, if you're going through a struggle and you think God ain't going to talk to you until you're, you're legit and you're ready, you're clean, that's wrong. That's God right. wants, the only way he can be God to really rescue you is to take you out of your trouble. You know, we say, you know, I want God to rescue me, but let me clean myself up first. Right. No, let him do it for you. You know, just the way you are. Even if you think you messed up, find a church that'll open the doors to you and you can walk in all dirty, drunk, high, whatever, and let the church work with you, right. you know, and, and introduce you to, to the gospel. But I, I love the fact that it had- definitely the best part of that testimony that at yeah. that moment where at most people moment, would be like, yeah. No, I got to get cleaned up first. And like, exactly like you said, that, you've heard that so many times. That's It's amazing. It's amazing. And I think it's super encouraging. And, I, you know, I, I ask everybody out there, if you're going through something or your kids are going through something and you think there's no hope, don't give up. Don't give up because God will reach down to you even where you're at. Even where you're at. It's not when you lift your hand and say, Lord, please help me. No, it's when you're saying, uh, <laughs> you know, or whatever. You're like, no, not even paying attention. And God's going to, you know, try to reach out to you. But, you know. You were obedient, you heard the call, and you had to, I mean, you had to make a grown-up decision, right? Yeah, I mean, let me tell you, every, I found out afterwards, everyone, including my mother, was praying for me. Like, they were like, you don't know how, I mean, I was like the worst in my Because you said there had been little <laughs> steps between, like little drops of seeds right. planted before that. There definitely was. I remember going kind of to like a youth group in, um, in Florida, but kind of sneaking out the back door, like never staying enough to really receive, you know. Leaving before the altar call, right? Definitely. Because you knew, you knew your hand was just going to go up anyway, right? <laughs> I guess that's what Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> we was running straight to Dunkin' Donuts afterwards. We are like, ah, oh, no, we don't, want, we don't want to hang out here. And then we'd sneak back in right before our, our parents picked us up. Yeah. So I mean, but 
Yeah, that happens. That happens. And, and again, we, we just encourage you. If you're, you're going through something similar, you know, you think God can't reach you where you're at. The fact that you're even watching or listening now, that's a step in the right direction. At least I hope so. I hope we're, we're doing the right job here by bringing you a little bit closer to Christ. It, it's not all about the music. It's not about hip hop. It's like Wado said. It's, it's more than just music. It's ministry. You know, so our goal is to reach out to you. If you need prayer, you need help, you have questions, you know, Confused, you don't know anything that's going on in scripture, you don't understand the Bible, don't have a Bible, whatever, hit us up, 805 Rapfest, 805 727 3378, or you could email us, rapfestinc at gmail.com, or just do a Google search for I need God, something, I don't know. Uh, everything, it's, it's out there for us, you know, and that's another good thing about today. You know, everything is out there for us. I know back in the days when I was hanging out with my boys, like I didn't have the cell phone for, for my father to call me and say, where you're at, you know, or somebody to text me like, you okay? Not even the beeper, you know, like what, 199 Smart Beep was my first beeper. It was 199 a month, it was cheap. But, you know, nowadays we, we stay connected. We stay connected. So, you know, the fact that your parents are praying for you, but they also could reach out to you now and, and maybe catch you in that worst spot. And you're, the phone rings, you're like, man, I should have answered that. But it makes you think. It kind of messes up your head, like they yeah. would say back in the days. I was like, oh, man, messed up my whole day. But that's why we're here. We're here to make you uncomfortable. In your sin moment, we want to make you uncomfortable. Man, that's, that's good. So you've been rapping for 12 years, more or less, well, 10 years. As a Christian hip-hop artist, I've been for 12 years. As a Christian hip-hop artist for 12 years. Mm -hmm. And you reside in Staten Island. Yes. So he son leads in Staten Island. What are the for female sure. MCs? It's like all the female MCs coming from Staten Island now? What's up um, with that? There's some female MCs. They're coming up. There's a lot of, you know, male MCs there, too. I mean, we're not the only ones. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's cool. I'll give you a list afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, you're no stranger to the hip-hop world, though. You know, the, the gospel hip-hop. While we're just meeting her now, she, you know, she's been around other MCs that we know. And what I want to do before we get into this, uh, to the next questions that I have for you, I want to play a video, and I want you to check out this video and see if you can find you know who in the video that's coming up. You're gonna recognize the video when you see it, and you're gonna say, "Really? She's in that video?" <laughs> but this is how we roll. We're gonna go to a video throwback right here, Rapfest Radio, RapfestRadio.com. That we'll be back with more questions for Devorah. Check it out. The mic has been stolen. Cause it's a 
you get into heaven and we ask without bashing. There's a price, but you can't use credit or cash, man. Sin is ice, and your work shoes ain't got no traction. God's not a white or black man, Asian or Latin, he's the invisible captain. Check the word, save the yapping. Historically, when sharing the gospel story, we assuredly would hear them say, Grab, kids, you're boring me. But since then, something's convinced them because it's sin defense them. Their sins are crimson, and only Christ can cleanse them. This can only be the spirit, a.k.a. the paraclete, who you only meet in Christ, a.k.a. the narrow street. Someone I desperately want to see, because I'm a fiend for the rock, and I don't mean Sean Connery. The truth's diesel. So all the earthly-minded people, look up so you can see the point like a steeple. All praise, honor, and glory be. If you can sense that, there's a gap and only Christ can mend that. Tell your friends that. It's sad when you think God's only opposed to bad sin. When all sin is bad, so next to him, we're all bad men. Murder. It doesn't have to be rape or murder. God's got beef with all sin. Like steaks and burgers. This should explain human suffering and pain. Almost checkmate. But wait, we know a name. Christ emerged out of the mist. Knowing that all men were born just like Oliver Twist. A bunch of orphans. <laughs> And the cross can't pay the way to save the lost man. Awesome. Now you can stop fearing the coffin. If this rocks ya, let nothing stop ya. The papa's got ya. Drop to your knees and then ask him to adopt ya. He'll take you out the muck and mire. Tell you that you're going higher. Then he'll light up your light just like a bonfire. Bang it. We confess. Jesus is Lord from east to west. Don't need a piece of vest to have peace and rest. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Right. He gave me life, so I'ma stay on point. Right. I got the spirit, so I don't get drunk. Right. We're pumping Jesus in your trunk. Right. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Right. He gave me life, so I'ma stay on point. Right. I got the spirit, so I don't get drunk. Right. We're pumping Jesus in your trunk. That's right. Yo, it's the end times. No right. time for the spiritually thin rhymes. I gotta right. infiltrate your section. With nothing but the death, right. burial, and resurrection. That's right. Matter of fact, nothing else will break you down. Right. Everything else will only take you down. Right. The ambassador. Right. Jesus Christ. That's right. We are back. So there you go. If you want her autograph, we got it here. We'll put it up on eBay later. It's Devora. Uh, Cameo Queen from AKA Cross Movement. the VIP exec in VIP the video. VIP exec in the video. She Walking still has a briefcase. briefcase. She still uses it on a regular basis. Uh, same same outfit every Sunday for church, so people could recognize her as a you know as a Cross Movement exec. Uh, so tell us, how did that happen? Wow, let me tell you, this video was just like when you know when you get when you first get saved, you're like God. Please, I'm asking you for, and he does it for you. Like, you know, he wow. treats you like that baby, you know. And that was one of the things I said, God, I don't, I don't do hip hop in, anymore for the world. I want everyone to know that I represent you. Like, Lord, you know, I remember this day I was praying and I was kind of working out at the same time praying um, on treadmill. Yes, you can pray and work out at the same time. <laughs> Just be careful. It's like, speaking in tongues but um <laughs> you let go of them. oh but um i said lord like you know I, you know i was watching a a, a video from cross movement and i said god you know i just want to represent you like these brothers here you know like 
is your will, you know, just, you know, however it is, you, you, you can do it, you know, put me on, let everyone know that I represent you now. Literally, like a month later, I went to this um, video shoot, I, not knowing anything, just going as an extra, and boy, was I an extra, like, he picked me out of the crowd and was like, you're gonna do this, and you're gonna do that, and I'm like, okay, okay. So um, I just knew that was God, you know, when he, he answers your prayers, he knows our hearts. So I, I mean, it really wasn't anything for to be seen or known, but just so people know, I represent God now. Like it's wow. no longer that old Debbie, it's the new Debbie, you know, because I, I mean, I got saved, a lot of people doubted it because I was really bad. I was like, right. really, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm really good now, but I'm just saying I was, well, I was, really I was gonna bad. say that I, I didn't want to offend you, but but then I had no Jesus, like absolutely nothing in me. So, um, <laughs> right. No, but that that's cool. But did you know cross movement at all? Like no. before this video shoot? No, you just showed up. I just showed up. You saw up. the listing somewhere so, that was so a video. So you had no idea that at that time, that was like the biggest Christian hip-hop group with the most with the most popularity and now, exposure. I knew that they were like pretty good because I liked them, you know, because you know, I had a good ear for music, but I didn't know they were like, I mean, they were it. But I actually, um, um, the, the co-producer, I know it was Tia Smith and uh, Paul McDaniel. Right. He was the one actually that kind of like picked me through the crowd and shout out to Paul McDaniel wherever you at. I don't yeah, know yeah. Oh, <laughs> that. But that's cool. That's cool. I mean, that's big. That's, that's those moments where, like she said, when you first get saved and you kind of like need that something like a validating moment or something. Yeah, stamp that, like, of approval. Exactly, you did the, you made that, the right move. I got right, you. you know? That's good. That's good. So if you want to book Devora for a video <laughs> cameo on your next video. Called one eight hundred the actress. <laughs> she could walk a mean briefcase. I tell you, <laughs> you know, But um, now you're also you're good friends with Michelle Bonilla. She's all over your album. Yeah, she's all over it. <laughs> now, did this happen after you got saved? Did you know her from before, or mm -hmm. how did that that connection come? Yeah, in? She, uh, we, I was saved already. I actually met her in a meeting with Paul McDaniel in a dinner kind of dinner, and her her husband, who was not her husband then, Lee Jerkins, was there. It was a bunch of um, kind of like up-and-coming artists um, and so from there we just hit it off like we just had that connection I don't know if it was a la, la Latina thing I don't know <laughs> but we just had a, a, a strong connection and I just I, she was I loved her and I love her still you know and uh, we kept in touch about it's gonna be now nine years or so that we know nice. each other mm -hmm. nice and yeah cuz that I heard your interview on another station uh, a couple of nights back it was like shortly after rap fest right it was like about yes. a week or so yeah. ago and the guy was like, yeah, you know, I saw you at Rap Fest. I got you a product. And I went home and said, man, this girl, not only could she rap, but she could sing. And she's like, uh, <laughs> thank you, but that's Michelle Bonilla singing. That's not me. And honestly, I think I knew that, but I probably forgot or wasn't paying attention. Because <laughs> when you submitted your, your music, I think one of the credits actually says, I think, Michelle Bonilla on it, whatever. And I was like, that's right. She don't sing. She just raps. I, you know, she didn't pull out the mic and start singing at Rap Fest. I wish I could sing. Well, hey, I mean, you had him fooled. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's part of her acting skills, yo. You see how she does? No, but that's good. So you have a product out that people can get their hands on now? Yes, I do. It's what? an EP. It's um, four tracks. It's called My Security. Okay. And the um, track number two is actually the spoken word called My Security. And so you can catch that on uh, iTunes, on my website, um, anywhere I'm at. 
<laughs> right, Do, which means booker. Bootleg, bootlegmusic.com. Booker, booker. Be careful when you say anywhere, because you know yeah, how yeah. these people out here. These You'll days, be in Russia like in no time. Bootlegging you. I, think on. I found my stuff in Russia. The I'll check my time. website that I. You know, okay. I'll let talk. I'll tell you about that website later. I think it was a uh, Carries of the Cross CD. <laughs> Uh, against the grain, he kept saying, "Yo, Bert, you get my CD?" I said, "No, not yet, not yet." I had done a Google search to see where it was available. And at first, it came up like two ninety nine out of some site in Russia. Like, yo, we got to stop those people. They got it. They got to stop that. I know the carriers. I know Eddie, and I know them. And he's in Florida now. Absolutely. Yeah. Eddie's a very good friend of mine. Um, well, he did the Rap Fest websites for many years. Really? Uh, yeah. Eddie, here's a little trivia for you. Who was the first band to ever play at a Rap Fest? Carriers of the Cross. Really? The actual band. It wow. was it was him and his crew. They came out and they set up a band. It happened to be 1999. Before 99. Before 90, so 98. The rap fest before the Probably yeah. even before 98. Really? Because I probably came 98 the first time and I and that was before I came, so. Okay. Wow. So it was a while back. So it it was a while back then. But uh he was the first band, and I gotta say the first band outside of Brother E. Because Brother E, when Brother E rapped, See, I, rap, I missed that too. That was before. But when Brother E rapped at Rap Fest in '94, we didn't know it was Rap Fest yet. Mm. So, and it, technically, he did rap at Rap Fest, but literally, it wasn't Rap Fest yet. It became Rap Fest a year after. Okay. So we just we just piggybacked the year before to because that's where it came from. But he came with his band and his drum machine that he didn't know how to quantize it. So the drum beat was like. It was great. It was hilarious. It was fun. But he's still with me, so that's a good thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Carrie is they were the first band to, to play rap. So you have you know a lot of people, so mm -hmm. I sometimes knowing a lot of people doesn't help though. You know, do you find a lot of support within the Christian hip hop community because of the people you know, or do you find yourself still reaching out trying to say, you know, why doesn't this person help me or how can I get this person to jump in and, you know, help me a little bit here or you know Good question. <laughs> um, I, you know what? Coming, just coming back. I just came back about four or five months ago. From where? From Florida? From from like just stay at home mom, like just raising children. You know, just focus on my family, ministry, and church. Very heavily in in, in church and, and things of our community. I want to talk about your church. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so, but just you know, coming back from that, I feel like I get enough support. I am the type of person that I and I know it might be a pride. Thing. I mean, I'm just gonna confess right now. Uh, I don't like to ask anybody for help. You know, I just like if they feel like you know my song, my music is something that they can you know connect with or something they want to promote, then then so be it. I'm the person that promotes them. Like that's just me. I've always found myself like I'm always encouraging right. and promoting somebody. Um, I always want to put people out there and just you know make Jesus famous, like Trip Lock says. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> So like I mean that's just my thing. I mean I, I haven't found any discouragement in that, you know. So. Yeah, because you know many times people have this assumption like even with us with rap fest they say oh you guys know everybody you must have it easy everything just <laughs> no everywhere you go not it's not even not like that the 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 best thing we have is that people send us music because we're rap fest but it's not because they want me to have their music because they want to get on stage they and rap them. you or know they want play on the radio station. yeah or they want play on the radio station which i don't mind yo you got something to play on the air hit me up rap at gmail.com send me the mp3 make sure it's set up properly you know good quality i'll, I'll play anything I'm, I'm real honest about this some people might hate me for it i'll play anything as long as it's promoting the gospel 
Meaning, if the beat is whack and your flow is kind of whack or whatever, you know what? I'm still going to give you shine because who am I to determine if you're good or not? I'm, I'm a nobody. Some people hate my songs too. I played them. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people only want, oh, give me the bangers. That's what mm -hmm. I want to play. I got over 5,000 songs rolling. Actually, remind me to check that. Um, <laughs> I think I turned it off before. I never turned it back on. But I have about 5,000 songs rolling. I'll play all tracks. I don't, you know. I don't discriminate when it comes to that because I think everybody deserves a fair chance and an opportunity to at least hear themselves on the radio and, and possibly get some feedback from it. You know, we get people click on the link to see what's playing now. And I get emails, some random emails. What was playing on your radio station this past Saturday at about 2 p.m.? You know, so I go, I'll print up the list and I'll send it to them. And they're like, okay, cool. I want to check them out. And that's what we're here for, to support other artists. But no, just because we know everybody doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you know, Manny's still not on videos. No videos, no anything, man. No cameos, well, nothing. No cameos. Come to Staten Island, we'll give you VIP passes. Oh, we're going to be All on right, her cool. video. There you go. Watch for us on the new Devora video. It's going to be called, what's the name of the video? <laughs> <laughs> well, the first video will be. Um, Are you working on a new project? I'm actually working on completing this project. Yeah, because, I mean, so you weird. say EP. Uh, a lot of people think EP means I only have four songs and that's <laughs> it. You know, some people say EP because they can't afford a full length this. So, so what's the reason for your EP? My EP, wow, this is like long story short. Kind of. Go ahead. I'll give you about 30, 30 seconds. seconds. No, go ahead. Um, it was kind of like this thing like, you know, um, it had to be done. You know, I wasn't, you know, getting any younger and time was ticking and the Lord was just strongly like, convicting me of the talent that I put aside, you know, like in the book of Matthews when, you know, the Lord is asking us to use our talents and not just Bury take it, it up. Yeah. And um, so that was, that was it. And it was, a, you know, short testimony. I was in a bridge group, which is a cell group, which is a small group, which is a Bible study in your house. <laughs> <laughs> also known as, better okay. known as. Okay. okay. Get together um, and read the Bible. I'll get together, read the Bible. And the study was about like, you know, basically if you have 30 more days to live, what would you do? And what is God asking you to do? Live life like as if it was your last days on earth. And um, they were just going down the list and just saying, you know, if, are you not connected to your church? Uh, you know, do you need to work more, you know, in your home? Like, I, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. You know, I'm like a checklist. I'm like, I got this. You know, this is not for me. And finally, it was like, are you using every gift and talent that God has given you for his glory? It was like, oh, like that conviction, strong conviction. And it was like, no, I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not using the gift of music hmm. um, anymore. And so from there, it was like, Lord, if you want me to do this, then you got to open the doors and I'll do it. I'll do it afraid, but I'll do it again. And one one day at a time. And it was like three, I think I went three times to the studio and it was completed. And, wow. Um, uh, Lee Jerkins, Rock Soul, he's amazing. He did a great job, I believe. Um, and he really hooked it up. <laughs> nice. So you're nice. trying to complete a full length project yes, now? Yes, what's how much, how much of it is done or what stage um, is it at? Kind of at the stage of I got to go back. Um, I have a lot of songs. I have a lot of spoken words. I have a lot of um, things that I really want to do. I want to work on some social justice issues. Um, and just continue to just bring awareness to music and whatever platform God has me to So you are you looking for you have a release date in mind or is it whenever Definitely 2011 definitely Okay now, that gives us month? That I gives don't us, know That gives us 12 months to choose from Just hold tight guys and you guys vote. Just hold tight <laughs> you Just hold tight Vote which month um yeah I, you know I'm, I really I'm, I have a vision for the First quarter second quarter third quarter fourth quarter <laughs> 
I would love for it to be like the second quarter, you know, but why are you looking, why are you looking at your husband? <laughs> manager. Oh, okay, okay. I was wondering. He's she like, had, no, no. She had not the second the quarter. Me the cue cards. I think this is a good time to bring him in. I'm out and so I get out the hot. He's seat. like, no, not the second quarter. You're not ready, babe. You're not ready. I'm gonna start texting her any minute. Now. We have a call coming in. Yeah. I should be saying. No, okay. But I mean, it's it's fair. I, I want people to know because if people heard, we started the show with one of your songs, uh, which I like particularly. I think it great music, great lyrics, uh, chosen, great topic, you know. So people might want to say, you know, I want to pick up more than just four songs, mm-hmm. which I think is fair. Yeah, so yeah. basically just hurry up and get it done. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's cool. Um, you mentioned you do a lot of work in your church. So what church do you attend? I go to International Christian Center. That's in Staten Island, New York. Um, it's AKA ICC. Okay. <laughs> AKA. And uh, we work with the young adults in our church. Um, Exchange 413. Shout out. Exchange 413 is yeah. the young adults group. Yes. All right. Um, and so we just, we're, we're working with them, you know, anything, you know, we just continue to com- completely like kind of like get connected with them. The community, the young adults, the women personally are like kind of, that's my arena. Have Bible studies with them um, every Tuesday nights at my home. I'm trying to get a few people in there. Um, <laughs> if you know any, yeah, yeah. anyone who needs to go, let me know. Um, so we have like uh, just a, a good community right. um, in Staten Island, and so it's needed. It's needed in the church and every church, I think. Uh, young adults. So you, you and your husband run the young adults group there. Yeah, it's young adults. It's not youth. Everyone thinks it's young youth. adults. Age? What's the age? It's college, like kind of like 18, 19, like when you're out of high school, whether out you drop out school. or not. Like out of high school, whether you're in college or not, like that age until like 30s. Okay. 35. Yeah, it's not like some old Spanish churches. The youth group is like age 12 to like 40. <laughs> Word I'm, up. I'm the youth president at my church. He's like 48 years old, has kids in the youth group. See, what happened is they skipped the young adults. That's what happened. They should have been in the young adults. That's what happened. I mean, that's great because I know there's a lot of churches that are really lacking in that area. And, right. you know, they got these like really banging youth groups and every other ministry. And then it's kind of like, you know, some some kids or young adults when they graduate high school they're able to filter into one of those other areas but then there's always like a segment of people that it's like they don't really feel like they belong you know i know i've had that conversation at at my previous church where there's some there were some couple of guys that um they kind of feel like well you know you have you and your wife and this guy has this one this one has their sister and like i'm just going alone and so you know that's that's really cool because that's definitely needed. Yeah, young adults, young adults ministries are are definitely low in numbers. Yeah, from many many churches you go to, you know, the, I think the church I go to is kind of like a young adult church. So <laughs> we're we're kind of all in it together. Well, that's what's happening with a lot of the yeah, upcoming, like especially like a lot of the urban churches that are more, you know, twenties to late thirties, maybe some forties and stuff. But so, like you said, the church is like that. But for most traditional churches, that right. Go all the way from your grandmother to your grandkid. It's like right. young adults sometimes get lost in there. They don't yeah. have their identity, in other words. But that's good. Do you share your poetry and your music with your young adults group at the church? Actually, and how does and how does your ch- how does your church support your ministry, your your music part of your ministry? Good questions. You have really good questions here about this. That's why we that's why we do this. We yeah. really do want to know. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I will tell you. Uh, you Thank know, you. I kind of like started off kind of like releasing the spoken words kind of when I you know, started the project. And so they've heard a couple of them. My church, um, they really do support it. Uh, recently I was able to do 
Um, we have a multi-site, so we have like three, three, three. What's a multi-site? It's it's a church in a different location. So we have one in a high school, Curtis High School. Shout out Curtis High School. And a New Dorp High School is another church um, that they just go in on Sundays and have services. Okay. So, um, and then my church has three services. The central location, which is on Richmond Avenue, has three services plus including the Spanish service. So, like, I don't want to forget the Spanish. So, a lot of people, I guess. Huh? Yeah. So, recently I was able to do Sundays. I was able to do two songs on Sundays. So, it was a really great response. I was. At the central location? At the central location. I was able to do it at the Curtis High School location. And I haven't done the Newdorp location yet. Call her, call her. <laughs> She's part of you. Just tell her to do it. For free, Nursley. <laughs> oh, wow. For free. Everybody call her. For, no, not everybody. Just kidding. But, no, I mean, you know, God's timing. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I believe that was a big thing. I don't think there was anything and there hasn't been anything. And I thank God, you know, that he used me as an instrument to just bring hip-hop in the church on a Sunday. I mean, that's huge. Amen. You know, yeah. and I pray that that was open door for many to come. Sure. Are there other artists in your church? Because you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned three locations, three services. I'm thinking... Two, three thousand people in this church. Yeah, there. Uh, well, his son comes to my church. I don't know. Okay. His son, she, she comes. She said that like we're supposed to know. I told you. I think we know. I know. I, I kind of remember when she said the name, I and I just figured big church. How many big churches are in Staten Island? So, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to jump to conclusions. Yeah, she comes. His son and her husband they come faithfully, and um, we'll exchange the group, the young adults. We get different um, young adults from different churches. So, okay. Uh, um, we have unknown prophecy. He comes. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, he's been coming. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, I think there's quite a few, actually. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. You know, one of the things that we're, we're excited about with, uh, with just gospel hip-hop in general, for many years we've complained. We're like, oh, nobody gives us shine and nobody really recognizes us. And we could, we could beat that subject down till it's blue in the face about the quality of the music is not up to par, the lyricists are not up to par, we're talking a lot of garbage, nobody's really giving a message. Right. And at the, on the flip side, the, you know, the mainstream market really doesn't want to promote the gospel, we're a little too churchy for them, too preachy, or just so theological that the regular street kids don't understand what's going on. And then you go back into the, you know, the production of the CDs are not good. The, you know, with the distribution is limited to like the Christian bookstores that basically don't exist anymore. Yeah. You know, uh, we're up there on Amazon with 15 billion other CDs. Who, who's going to look for Bird or Devor or DJ Newman, uh, you know, on Amazon unless it's a family member right. or someone we specifically send an email to saying, buy my project, <laughs> you know. But this recent week that we just passed, uh, we celebrated what I call a victory for gospel hip-hop is Trip Lee got his video played on 106 in Park on BET and that's big that's big the video was great it was uh, co-produced by Show Baraka who's also doing a lot of video stuff I spoke with Show at, uh, at RevJet on Saturday and I guess I could leak some kind of rumor slash info from now to get you all excited but look out for Show Baraka Rap Fest 2011 I think we're going to make it happen that's, what, that's what's in the works I heard it. And Canton Jones, too. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about that later, y'all. Uh, but I want you all to check out this this video, Invasion. It's crazy. It's triply. It's one of our own. We're celebrating victories all around. Check it out. And we're going to come right back with some more Devora because she has some stuff she still has to tell us, I'm sure. Well, we have some questions <laughs> we still have to ask you anyway. But check it out, and we'll be right back. Invasion, triply.
in the front office. I usually just walk around the office with a lot of papers, but I really don't do anything. Do you guys notice that? Yeah. I did the same thing. You did? Wow. Excuse me, wow. you wanted to see me? Yes, Frodo, I did want to see you. How was the Shire? Was it fun? Wonderful. Check this out. We want you to take care of our favorite little project about the invaders. Can you handle that? Come on, Sasha. Oh, what? Man. I can't believe you just uh, did that. Did he just call me uh, Sasha? He sure did. Uh, Mr. Klitschko, sorry. Can somebody please explain to Frodo over here how serious this project is? This story goes to print at the end of the week. You need to get all of the details on this hero they talk about, his return, the markings, the whole underground movement. Okay, I'm on it. You're lucky I'm married to your grandmother. I wouldn't be doing this right now. Get out of here, man. Go. What is wrong with this? It was talk of an invasion. It was also talk about this hero who came and is coming back for his followers. Like, I didn't understand it. But who would have thought that investigating these outcasts would change my life? in the way I viewed this broken world forever. Please, man, 
It's clear that it's standards miss Cause the world is rampant with sinners and abandonment Man is feeling stranded, feeling hopeless since his banishment God is angry at the distortion and numbness management Evil is the work, but don't be thinking he can't handle it He promised he would do away with all of it, dismantle it He's put up with this damage in his world, but he promised us That he'll destroy all his enemies and then he'll walk with us New heaven, new earth, that's where all his sheep dwell Jesus succeeded in every part of life that we failed Died to death, we couldn't die, paid a price with three nails Began the work he promised, in the end we all will be well Already beat his enemies, and when his kingdom's realized All those who oppose him will see Jesus through some real eyes Deliverance is offered us, the hero he is urging us Salvation is exclusive to his people who have turned to trust There you go. You seen the video. Now you know why it made it to BET 106 and Park. It's some great Yo, work. The holy hip hop videos are just. It's man, time, hot, man. man. They get I mean, hot. Between David Ham's work, you know, with with um, with uh, Gage and Sea Light. Light, and also He Sun Lee's video. This, I mean, this is some good stuff. One day, I think we should do that one day. Just I'm gonna do one day just a video show. Just straight up videos like yeah. the old like the old uh, old school shows uh, yeah, video, music box. video music box there we go video music box that's what we do next week here at rap fest radio we have a special visitor all the way from alaska ej mccray he produced the cypher track on rap fest presence volume two that track was fire oh my god it that is that track was so so fire it's crazy he did he did a lot of work actually he produced that track he also mixed glory which was uh, Gage's track Glory that Beat Racks produced. Mm -hmm. He mixed that for us. He's an artist, developer, producer. He has his own business, ministry, and company out in Alaska. Yes, gospel hip hop in Alaska. So he's going to be here. But, you know, we'll talk about that when he gets here. And hopefully he'll be part of our next project, which is Rap Fest Presence Volume 3. Rap Fest Presence Volume 3 is going to be dropping December 21st. Basically, it's going to be a I don't want to call it a compilation because it's more than a compilation. To us, it's a it's a it's like a unity type project. It's definitely, you know what? Can I explain that? Go Why it's it. more than a compilation? Go for it. Most compilations, what you have is, okay, DJ Newman is putting out a compilation. I'll get Devorah to give me a track. I'll get Bert to give me a track. I'll get Solomon Starr. And so they give me a track off their album or something they're working on. This is different because it's not a compilation in the fact, in the, in the, in the sense of how everybody knows it. 
we get several Christian producers to donate tracks. So now they give a list of tracks. You get a bunch of rappers, artists, spoken word artists, whatever, to say, I want to be a part of that project. You get to listen to those tracks, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I like this one. Who does it? Doesn't matter. Do you like it? That's the one you want to use? Okay, boom. That's your track. After the project is all assigned, everybody knows what tracks they go on, then that's when they might find out, oh, this person produced that one, that person produced that. And then it's good because sometimes you'll hear, you know, Tony Stone. Oh, which one is Tony Stone? I want to I want to be on one of his tracks. Right. Because of the name, you know, but you might hear somebody else that like, oh, that track is banging and it's somebody that's up and coming or that's not even right. known. Right. So it gets people that would normally work with those guys like Tony Stone or somebody who's out there, well, a lead jerk and somebody that's known to work with totally different, you know, uh, artists. Right. So, right. so it's, yeah, it's a, it's it's a very unique and it's a really good it's, cool it's concept. An it's an opportunity to give some shine to producers and also to some artists, mm -hmm. you know, um, and what has happened with Rap Fest Presents in the past. And it's Rap Fest Presents, like as in gifts, not Rap Fest Presents. In case somebody else wants to help us promote it, promote it properly. Rap Fest Presents, it's clearly explained on the site. Uh, Gage's song, Glory, produced by Beat Rex. Who's Beat Rex? Some young kid that I helped, right. I helped him get his production stuff together when he was only like 16 years old. Uh, he's only a few years older now. He did this beat, submitted it. Gage loved it. It became a hit. Right. Uh, Sean Slaughter's uh, song, Juno No, produced by Steve. Who's Steve? Crown One. A great producer, but nobody really had him on right. anything. That's right. It's on his album. D-Mob, uh, D-Mob song produced by, I don't think it was Tony Stone. Oh, Sea Light. I think it was C-Light. D-Mob has a song by C-Light on his project, you know, and, and stuff like that. Oppose got a song also done, you know, and basically there's really good producers out there, but many times we stick within our circle because, oh, I know DJ Rock. Newman has a track with Sir Bugger. Who's with that Sir guy? Bugger. Who's that guy? Nobody even know knows who that anymore, guy is, man. You know, but um, the good thing is basically to build relationships. That's our goal. If, if, if we're not helping to build this thing, then we're just destroying it. You know, not helping to build is the equivalent of destroying it, you know? So our goal is just to help build, and already we have three artists working on tracks. They've already selected their tracks. As soon as they select the track and they tell me officially that's what I want, I tell them who the producer is. I'll hook them up, and you guys take it from there, and give it back to me, we'll get it mastered, we throw it up. It's gonna be good, but December 21st, that's gonna come out. Also, for those people that are local in New York City area, you live in the Bronx maybe, whatever, Salem Coffee House is this Saturday. Uh, they have the Salsa Band, Orquesta Sariks. Also, Nathaniel Feliciano is going to be rapping. Uh, Yvonne's son, Nathaniel. This is a kid, one of the youngest kids to rap at a rap fest. He rapped an did Eric, Eric E. e song. song yeah. Him and his little brother did an Eric E. song. I'll never forget it because his little brother had broken his leg or his ankle like two, two days before. And he's like, I still want to do it. So we put a chair on the stage. He had his leg up and he did Esconfe or whatever the song was. I forgot which one it was. It was a great, a great thing. So, um, oh, down for the Lord. Oh, I'm down, down for, for the Lord. Lord. Yeah, yeah down, for, down the Lord. for the Lord. Thanks, Justin. Good to have somebody behind that knows what's going on. We don't know what's going on. Uh, so that's what that's what's up next week. EJ McRae, Rap Fest Presence Volume Three coming soon, and don't forget this Saturday the Salem Coffee House at the Boogie Down Bronx. SalemCoffeeHouse.com for info. Get a salsa band, a rapper, some comedy, some pina coladas, and you're good to go. Uh, man, this this is this has been really good, and we can never have enough time on the air to do everything we want to do or say everything we want to say. But if music didn't exist for Devorah anymore, what would you be doing? What would be your main focus? Wow, um, I would say what I've been doing and um, 
ministry, just ministering to people, um, being an ear sometimes, or you know, giving some uh, wise counsel sometimes. I mean, that's something that I know that God has called all of us to be mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. So before I was rapping, or actually before I put down the mic and then I picked it back up, I was just doing ministry, and I think that's where I would be. Amen. Why did you put down the mic? Good question. <laughs> um, honestly, I felt like it was a season to just pause. Um, as soon as I got married, I got pregnant. I had twin girls. They were premature. Um, I just focused a lot on them. I wouldn't say that the Lord wanted me to keep it down so long, but I do know that there's a time and a season in our lives that we do have to lay down that gift and that ministry that we you know, are so passionate about kind mm-hmm. of just lay it down and let the Lord, you know, um, in his timing. So that's pretty much a main reason, just focusing on my first ministry, ministry which is home. All right. And as I, I think I asked Heeson Lee the same question, being a female rapper, you know, I, I'm sure even in the mainstream is probably the same pressure you have to live up to. Do you find any extra challenges being a gospel female artist? I mean, I, it's not like I could say well you used to be a, a male female a male <laughs> rapper or something but you know do you do you find yourself maybe not having as many opportunities as the next person because they're a guy or something like that definitely but you know what more than anything I don't I don't take it personal but I do take I, I see it and I'm like God you know open the door for if it's not me someone else you know when I see just all male rappers I, I don't know is that balance is that what God wants I mean he does want to use women he said, "In the end times, he will pour his flesh out, uh, his spirit on all flesh, you know, not right. just men." And so, I believe that includes hip hop. Amen. Well, this year, Rap Fest, we had five female rappers on stage. You guys uh, did it. And <laughs> and it's it not because it was a record-setting year. For it was that. a record-setting year for that. And it's not because we don't want to. It's just you know how Rap Fest is. You submit, we listen, we like, we put you on, whatever you know. That's so if the female MCs are out there, you don't submit. I can't put you on. But we've had our share of female rappers. Uh, Sister D, Lady Grace, uh, not Lady Grace, Shekinah, uh, M. Light the flow minister. Light the flow minister. <laughs> um, a bunch of them. Mahogany Jones, of course. You know, um, this other girl from Texas. She was ill too. Oh man. Oh, the one that's on Todd Bangs song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on. Um, she did a song with with Todd. She's from the like the. I forgot. Oh, man. I'm losing, I, yeah, forgot. I can't you think know, of the name. I'm yeah, hearing yeah. her voice in my head, you know, a little afro, whatever, off the hook. But, you know, we had our share of female MCs, and I, I'm open to it. You know, I look at it as it's not whether you're female or, or male. If you're doing it, you got to do it well. Mm-hmm. If you're going to call yourself a baseball player, you better hit the ball well, pitch well, whatever you're doing, right. just do it well, female or not, you know. Because you're definitely up against the same standards, the exactly. same scrutiny and everything else. So. Exactly. But um, it's always good, you know, to, to have a female MC to, like you say, to break the monotony. I see a lot of events, it's all guys. I'm like, oh, please, who, you know, <laughs> too much too much ego gets involved <laughs> there. As, as, yeah, exactly. Too, especially when you get them all together in the same place and everybody's like, you know, showing off their skills and stuff like that. Um, if you had the opportunity to complain about the gospel hip-hop world the way it is right now, what would be your major complaint? Hmm. We're listening. Wow. Well, look at it. My phone's buzzing. People calling already. Say don't say though. this. Don't say No, it's not. You're not <laughs> saying it. They're saying, yeah, no good question. Everyone, They're no saying, way. good question. Um, you know, I would definitely say kind of like what 
you guys were saying, you know, just blame it on us. <laughs> I'm, ref- I'm referencing no, that. You can't be <laughs> paraphrasing somebody else's answers. No, seriously though, I, I really feel like the opportunity is not there for the the artist. Um, just the exposure, you know. Like I think you, you guys said it last time. I think it was like last week. You did, and you said it, it's true. Uh, you know, you can have the best song, anointed track off the hook beat but you don't have the money behind it to let everyone know you know and i think that's what it is like i think we need to bring our excellence i think we need to bring our best and it comes with money you know we need to put our money from where where money is where my money with mouth is whatever that is show me the money (laughs) show me the money you know and we need to invest you know i invested in my little ep it 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 was invested Paid a pretty penny for it, the package and all. Well, you Listen, wanted to sound, you wanted to enough, sound right. Not for nothing, but like you said, Lee Jerkins. So that's who helped you out with the project. So like me as a DJ, and it goes back to what we were saying. Something to keep it real. I've listened to the bro- to the project briefly. That's gonna make me give even a, a, a even a closer listen because I'm gonna be like really like because that's what that's what that's what draws people in sometimes it's quality the quality of who you're working with or who's you know doing the project with you and stuff like that especially if you're up and coming and or or even if you've been in in it for a while but you're not don't have as much you know exposure as anything else and some people don't want to pay for that you know they Mm want to keep you know you got any free beats like all right yeah you can have a free beat but like it's gonna sound are like you, a free right, beat. It's gonna sound like a free beat. Like, are you really gonna invest into the ministry? It's like, oh, you want to the bass drum what, on that? I right. only ch- I only charge for the bass drum tracks. You know, exactly. You can't get a bass drum on a free beat. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> go, go, flow, flow, do your stuff. Yeah. You know. So in the 10, 12 years you've been doing this, uh, what kind of progression have you seen? You know, from from your eyes as a minister. From when you started out not knowing who was who, cameo on cross movement stuff, and you know being hooked up with Michelle Bonilla and knowing Lee Jerkins and all that, what you know, comparing go back ten years, how different is it for you? Wow, it's really just different. It was like pretty much discouraging back then because I felt like a lot of MCs and no offense, but they were kind of battling, and it was like taking the name of Jesus, like throwing it here and there, but there was no message. I don't. I see a big difference. Like, I mean, I have. I can name a list of people that I would say they, they they're straight up ministry, and they're ministering to me and to somebody on the street at the same time. Right. So, um, I, I definitely say I see more growth, uh, accountability. I think there's a lot of accountability right. with the Christian rappers now, um, and it's a blessing. I'm blessed to to. I feel honored to say, okay, you know, I am Christian hip hop. Nice. So you mentioned accountability. Who would you say is your immediately immediate accountability circle right now? I have to say definitely number one, my husband. <laughs> you better say he, he has a sign up saying, say me, say me. Yes, he is definitely number one accountability. I mean, he's the send paper to the, yeah, <laughs> to no, the wood over here. Important. And, and vice versa. You know, we've been the same to each other. We're always keeping each other in check. Um, I have a couple of older women that always check in on me and I'm always asking for prayer. You know, if I need prayer, you know, leading a bunch of people, I can't do it on my own. I need the presence of God. I need the Lord. I need my husband and I need other women to come around me and encourage me to continue to do, you know, what God's want me to do. And how about musically? Like, do you have a group of people that you're accountable to and they'll listen to a track that you're considering to do and they'll either tell you, yeah, that's the bomb or are you crazy? Or, you know, even even for your lyrics, as many times, right. if you do stuff by yourself and it, after it hits, it's too late to ask. Right. It's true. Um, 
definitely, like I said, it just started coming back again. And when I when I did um, the project with Lee, like he was not having a couple of things. He's like, this is not gonna, sure. this is not gonna work. Sure. And he worked me out vocally um, with my lyrics. He's just he. It was like a, a training, like you know, he worked sure. me out. That's trainer, good, good, you know? good, good, good. And that's why I went to him. You know, that's why my husband and I both we agreed that he was gonna, you know, push the good out, you know. So he did. Nice. He definitely did, yeah. Well, I mean, hooked up with Lee Jerkins, that's that's a good thing. We we love rock soul stuff here, you know. And now he's hooked up with the whole cross movement, the whole recording well, I forgot what Isaac it's called. Isaacar. Uh great production team that they have there and he's definitely a good ear for music. Mm-hmm. Michelle Bonita's project is great stuff right yes. there. I play yep. it all the time, so. You don't got it, get it. <laughs> you know, this is what we do, Ratfest Radio, man. We just want to know who the artists are, what they're about, and how can we get in touch with them. And we put her website, we put her website up already, right? Uh, DevoraSongs.com is where you'll find all the information you need. There's even a 888 number that you can call where you can, you know, get in touch with her. Um, I don't know if she herself answers the phone or what <laughs> happens, but. Sure she does. Um, most of the time, that's how it works, you know. <laughs> no, somebody in the corporate office will ask Devorah songs. How can we help you? Don't you know that's what she's makes in, impressions, man? She's in with a client right now. You don't want me to say this, the same old story that I said when I first ordered your CD back in the day. Go ahead, go ahead. I want to hear I it. I love this story. I, I love it too. I, I think it's hilarious. So I met Bert. Saw him at a concert. I'm just getting into the whole holy hip hop scene, and um, I had been saved, but I kind of like put like I stopped DJing everything for a while. So. They talk about the CDs coming out, so I'm on the lookout, so the CD finally drops. I go on the website, I order it online, and like the next day or that day, I get a call, a, a message on my voicemail. Hi, yeah, this is Bert Wokachika from Brothers Incorporated Law. You know, we got your order, we just sent it right out, da, 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 boom. So I'm like, yo, this is hot, yo. Ain't no LL Cool J, nobody else ever called me <laughs> and said, yeah, man, I got your order, we're sending your stuff out, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, wow, you know, so, for people that are Christian, they might be think like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. But somebody that's not, that's new and up and coming, things like that, man, it makes a difference. It makes an impression. They think like, wow, you know, and that's always been something that's impressive to me with a lot of the, um, not all, but a lot of the um, gospel hip hop artists that they're regular people, man. You go to events, they're walking around, they're, you know, right. They're not hitting in the green room. They're not, you know, they might go to the green room and get some food, but yeah, most of the time out. they're hanging out there. You know, you right. conversate with them or whatever, and you're able to to know what the person is about. So, you didn't tell her the other part of the story. <laughs> I was the only one that ever ordered the CD online. That was the only CD I <laughs> sold of the thousand that so we printed. So he had to make me his DJ when I started DJing that was again. Such a divine but, appointment. No, but listen, right? it was. It absolutely <laughs> was. Just for was that? you. The Lord did that for you. Listen to how crazy it was that he just started com- coming to the church to try to figure out this whole gospel hip-hop scene and what's going on. He sees Brothers Incorporated at a Storytellers event, I think uh-huh. it was, in, at Crossroads. He hears there's a CD coming out. He goes online when it comes out and orders it. I call him, say, thanks for the order. Super excited because it was the only CD we sold. <laughs> and to this date, that was the only CD we ever sold online. One. We sold one. But you know what? If we would have sold 10 more, I would have called those 10 people as well. So remember that because that'll be like a trivia question. <laughs> yeah. But then who would have known that maybe a year and a half later after that purchase, our relationship would have been to what it is now where he's the official DJ coordinator for Rap Fest, the, co- the coffee house DJ. Coffee house. He DJ with Brothers Incorporated for a while. We got to tour a lot of places and stuff. And 
you know it and that's the way it is so basically buy my cd i'll put you down with me <laughs> no uh, so yeah no if you buy devora's ep now maybe you'll be in her she next be, video shoot or something that's, the DJ. that's how you get in how do you my get in producer. you know how they say sew into the ministry yeah buy a cd uh no let me let me stop but if you want to sew into the ministry you can um i think i think we're done i mean we well me naturally i could go on forever <laughs> i could i could put you on the spot and ask you some crazy You'll be questions saying, that was a good question all night long yeah I, I could put you on the spot and ask you the craziest questions like why are you wearing boots today and stuff like that but we won't you know we don't go into those <laughs> topics today um, i guess she thinks it's hip-hop enough it's hip-hop it's ghetto as opposed, to our, as opposed to our previous guests who were trying well, to hide their flip-flops flip -flops. Flip flops, but that's ghetto. That's oh, his son. He son he came up. Had on flip -flops. I'm gonna blow her spine off. She came up here with flip flops, right? She was like hiding her feet. Aww. They're not gonna see my flip flops, right? That's I'm okay. like, why? It's okay. It's hip hop. We had people come to rap fest rapping sandals and all kind yeah. of stuff. Anthony Mitchell from Canada. He's the one that does all our radio drops, or most of our radio drops that you hear on the 24-7 stream. Mm -hmm. He was here from Canada. We were interviewing him. And at one point, I think he, he stepped out. He had to go to the restroom. He came back, and he didn't have his his shoes on. He was, like, in socks. So we interview him. He crosses his legs. I'm like, dude, where's, what happened to your shoes? <laughs> he said, I took them off. I, I hope it's okay. I said, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess that's how they do in Canada. But uh, he was here this weekend as well. So that's about it, man. Next week. EJ McCray from Alaska. You definitely want to hear this dude's heart. He has some great stuff. He has a big production company going out, going on out there in Alaska. Artist development, producer, studio engineer, vocal coach, all of that stuff. Uh, it's great, you know, to connect with people like that. Coffee House is this Saturday. Don't forget, DevoraSongs.com is where you get all the information. And DJ Newman's always in the building. Brother E. We got to talk, find out how RevGen was. He hosted Sunday. I got to find out. Having, I mean, I got some text messages, but the, what, the whole picture. Report. Yeah, the official report. Yeah, we need the official Sunday report. The official Sunday report. We'll get that. Hopefully, post. You know, find out if he got to go to the green room. I don't think he did. No rap fest mug for you. You oh, might not have got the green room. Yo, stop. He's not gonna come back, man. Yo, man, I don't know. No, yeah. stop. We love you, E. We love you, E. That's for E. Is that an E or is it this we way? We love you, Pastor. We love you, Pastor E. That way, this way. We love you, E. That's for E. Put your E's up. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. Next week, we're looking forward to the show. It's going to be great. Don't forget, Rap Fest Presents Volume 3 is dropping in December, December 21st. Yes, it's a Christmas time CD because it's going to be free. We're giving it as a gift. In Christmas, most people give gifts. We're giving out a gift. The gospel hip hop community is coming together to give you something. And it's not going to drop on Christmas. So who's going to go online on Christmas to download a CD? <laughs> Nobody. We'll give it to you the 21st. You have enough time to download it, burn it, put it on people's iPods that you're going to give them for Christmas. Isn't that a great idea? Wow, awesome. You know, so if you want to give me an iPod for Christmas with the CD <laughs> on it, I'd more than happy accept it. The new one, especially with the, yeah, camera, with the, camera, the cameras. So we can, so we can FaceTime. We can FaceTime. Yeah, Bert, there you up, go. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> So hint, hint. that's the hint. That's the hint. We accept gifts. We're not. We're not. I'm, I have no pride. I'll take whatever. <laughs> Just give me whatever you got. We'll take it. Uh, that's it. I'm putting her on a spot right now because we're gonna close off with a spoken word by this girl right here because she has a really powerful ministry and this is how we're gonna end the show today. All right. Is there anything Oh, check her out. She take requests, uh, y'all. Call us up at 1-800-DEVORA-SONG. Let, let me see. Let, why don't you do... Nah. No, no, no. Uh, whatever you do, nice and loud into that microphone, and that's how we're finishing the show. It's sure to see my security. It isn't in me or who I am or who I want to be. My security, it isn't what I have or what I want to see. My security lies inside the eyes of Christ. 
Prove so much love he has for me. He bled and died for me. This is no ordinary love, see? I can search and search so far, so high. Still can't seem to find such security, such a knight and such an armor. Willing to die, willing to fight, willing to love me all day, all night. Willing to lay down his life for me. Ah, this kind of love you just might want to find. It's sure to see my security It isn't in me or who I am or who I want to be My security, it isn't what I have or what I want to see My security lies inside the eyes of Christ see. Nice, nice Yo, I, I just gotta tell her real quick Go ahead The day after Rap Fest, so I had your EP and you know, I was trying to play like a lot of music from artists that I had got their CDs at, at Rap Fest. And um, so during, I think what we were collecting offering, I usually throw a song on, sometimes instrumental or whatever. But I happened to just pick one of yours. I scammed through it like, oh, I like this, boom, I put it on. Don't ask me, I don't even remember which one, honestly. But <laughs> I put it on, right? And so people were like, oh, that's new. I haven't heard that before. And then somebody, actually, I think it was Brother E, was like, who's that? I was like, Deborah, man, you know what's up? <laughs> I got the newest joints, you know, so it was cool. They were feeling it. They were feeling it. So we are done, and here I have my one-year-old granddaughter. She was one year old. We had a party this weekend, and she has this nice little teddy bear, and her hair's a mess. She was just sleeping, so she's good. But she celebrated one year. Say hi, everybody. <laughs> hi, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Say hi. What are you saying? What? You want to say something? <laughs> She's say like, give me the mic. I want the mic. But that's it. Thanks for listening to Rapfest Radio, rapfestradio.com. You will learn us because we are out of control. control. We'll see you guys next week, Monday. EJ McRae from Alaska, 8 p.m., rapfestradio.com. Peace. Say bye.